people come to me and they talk about wanting to resign from their jobs, having had enough burnout. I think what happened with the lockdowns that we've had over the last two years is that just amplified that for people. Welcome to the Fincia podcast. Uh, today, we've got James Partington, uh, who I know from uh, Staple Bakery in Seaforth. I know a bit about his story, but uh, which is it's quite inspirational about swapping from corporate life to something else. And um, with a backdrop of the great resignation that we're hearing about on a daily basis, uh, I thought it'd be good to get his take on um, I don't know where we are and maybe some tips. Um, James, welcome. And um, Maybe you could give us a little bit about your background, you know, to start, how you got to be, well, successful with, you know, an award-winning bakery. Well, it wasn't very award-winning to start with, which is what I think, um, I don't forget that, but I think a lot of people do forget that. My my background was was about, well, it was 20 years in advertising and, and marketing, so... And the irony is I do and have done very little advertising and marketing for this business, which just shows the power of word of mouth, I guess. So I, I, I started out in the corporate world. Um, I had a, a successful business for, for many years, dealing with large blue chip organizations, helping them do their marketing campaigns, helping them launch new products, helping them with you know message to market strategies, the whole thing. and. I literally, I, the turning point for me was I had a major heart uh, operation, um, not not due to stress or anything else. It was a, a genetic um, defect um, that I didn't know anything about. And it set me on a path of you need to take a break. You need to look after yourself. You need to take more care of, of, of what you're doing um, to yourself. And because at the time I was working 12, 14, 16-hour days, I was – you know, out the door at six o'clock in the morning, back in at nine, ten o'clock at night, round the clock meetings, heavily caffeinated. Um, you know, I, yeah. I, was, I was a walking cliche, long lunches, all that sort of stuff. Still kept on top of my riding and all those other things and kept fit and whatnot. But in the, in the midst of it, that's what was going on. So that's what I came from. And I'd had enough of it. I'd, I, the major turning point was being told I had to have a major heart operation and being told you need to take 10 weeks off, which became 12 weeks, which became a lot longer in the in the long run. I was I was I was useless for the first probably six months when I came back. Um, and it changed everything. It changed my outlook on life, it changed my outlook on uh, my family, it changed my outlook on 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 my work predominantly because I, that's who I was. I was 100% work. And um, it was only by chance that I fell into baking, went and did a random bread class, and and it got its claws into me. And that's when Staples started. Yeah. I mean, um, talking about that, um, I mean, so, you know, we, we spoke briefly about, you know, hearing about the great resonation when we, you know, bumped into each other. And, and, do you identify with it um, in the way that people are, you know, we're hearing about all these people reassessing what they're going to do um, because of what's happened over the last couple of years? Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, when I first 
opened the business and launched the business, it was really strange what happened. No one knew who I was. I'd baked a little bit in the community. People would come to me because they'd heard about me. And then all of a sudden, within the first three to six months, I had this incredible success. I won medals at the Royal Easter Show and, and, and the queue started and it was just me. I was doing everything. And what also started was these people coming to me saying, oh my God, I've had enough of my job. I can, I can relate to you. I've had enough of, you know, corporate life. You know, is it easy to do this? Can I become a baker too? And invariably I'd say, well, you got to find your own thing. You got to find your jam, as I'd say, you know, like it's whatever you, what your passion is. If that's bread, then that's great. But if it's, you know, fixing cars or doing something else, but I, I, I was always really nervous of what I said to people because what they saw was one thing. What was going on behind the scenes is another thing. You know, I was working harder at the start than I was in my corporate job, but I loved what I was doing. And mm. so it never felt like, and it's that old cliche, you know, you never work a day in your life if you love it, if you love what you do. But like it, the, all that stuff was happening on the, on the outside and then people would see the success and go, wow, this is amazing. I want a piece of this. How do I get it? So I, yeah, I saw a lot of that. I saw loads of people coming to me and, and genuinely wanting to leave their, their, their corporate job and resign and and do something, I don't know, like I felt like it, they wanted to do something more wholesome and that was going to be their answer to everything. But I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> because we've got bills to pay and we've got yeah. kids to, 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 you know, to, to support and families. And, and I think you have to be very careful what you say um, in that environment. Yeah. Have you seen more people um, talking about it, you know, um, post-lockdowns, you know, since we've got yeah. this thing that is called the Great Resonator? Are you getting more, more people or same sort of numbers? Well, the funny thing is I've been living in this blinkered world of baking, so I really haven't. I I mean, some of my old clients can see me and they'll, they'll talk to me about their jobs and, and how they're going, but I really haven't. I've never heard the phrase until you told me, and then I was like, oh, my God, yes. I see this all the time. Like people come to me and they talk about, you know, um, wanting to resign from their jobs, having had enough burnout. Like I think what happened with the lockdowns that we've had over the last two years is that just amplified that for people because people were literally like working themselves to death. They, they, I mean, working from home has a great concept behind it. It, it sounds glorious, but. I think the realities are completely different. I've got friends in big corporate jobs who literally pin to their desk for 14 hours a day. Um, I, I ran a break class just this week for um, some executives for Google. And they were, they were like, oh, my God, this is a breath of fresh air. We literally go from meeting to meeting to meeting. But not only that, they were finding it hard to, to manage their workload because they couldn't have face-to-faces. Everything was online. And so I think all of these things sort of feed into that. Um, we lose personal touch. We're working long hours. We li- we lose our sense of of um, of, uh, of delivering things. I mean, just before I started baking, I went to to see Alan de Baton, and he at the he, he did a presentation um, part of the School of Life, and he talked about um, and he nailed it for me. He talked about the cake shop principle. And the cake shop principle is 
the guy in the cake shop goes in the morning, he makes a cake, puts it on the counter, somebody comes along and sells it, and buys it, sorry, he sells it. There's an exchange of, of chat and there's an exchange of, of money and his job's done. He's delivered something. And he was talking about, back, I'm going back, you know, probably 10 years, he was talking about it then. He was saying, one of the issues with particularly middle management is that there are a huge proportion of people who are not actually delivering things. They're not actually delivering something tangible. It's like it may be a report that people read, but they're not getting the acknowledgement and that feedback. And I think I think it started back then, this kind of, you know, the great resignation. I think it started way before COVID. I think it's been going for a long time. And I don't know, I don't know where that's come from, but when he talked about it in, in those terms, I was like, yes, because I was in that same thing. I would give presentations and we'd be doing 15 rounds of creative and strategies. And the final product was was probably two steps away from where we were at the start. But I think people had to justify their jobs or I, don't, I never understood it. But anyway, that's, yeah. yeah. And now, I mean, as you've said early on in this piece, um, you're um – Busy, probably busier than when you were, or you're, yeah. Because uh, I mean, you you know, you now have um, a few uh, outlets or places that you can, you know, it's it's quite a big business itself, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I, I mean, I've gone from me doing everything to I still do everything. I'm usually general pot washer and dog's body. Yeah, I, I from the original shot, I was a sort of victim of my own success. Really, we 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 grew the business. Oh, I grew the business to a point where we were starting to pick up little wholesale accounts and I never really wanted to be a wholesale bakery, but they were good people and nice. They'd become good friends. And so my business philosophy then was really simple. It was just a loop around Manly in the Northern Beaches. And if you were on that loop, then I could deliver to you. And if I could get from leaving my shop at 6.30 back to the shop by 7.30, then you could have it and sort of thing. So... But then we that grew, and and then I realised pretty quickly that maybe there's an opportunity to provide more jobs to people in the area. And then we opened a, a Kramer Bakery, which is an identical replication of what we did in Seaforth. That became our wholesale bakery. So then we could properly service the people that, that we our, our base never really grew of customers. Just the volume that they were selling grew. So. And then we'd sell a little bit out. We sell a little bit out of the front shop. And then a friend owns a, a, retail, a retail space in Manly, and that was offered to me in a really good rent during COVID. Minimal fit out, small footprint, low overheads, and it just seemed to make sense with everything else. So, yeah, in the space of 12 months, I went from one shop to three shops really quickly. And I think... How many people have got working for you now, then, in my house? So, yeah... I it, look at I've been across the board, including casuals and full times and part times. It's probably fifteen, yeah, which wasn't really my my initial plan. But I also realised pretty quickly that you know your baking's a physical job. It's hard, hard work, and the hours are long, and it's not. You know, I'm forty seven. Um, I'm still fit and healthy, but it, it takes its toll on you if you're doing that. You know, six days a week, it's hard going. So I needed help. And that was, again, that was a point in my business, you know, um, to, to recognize, okay, well, you need people to help you maintain the quality, maintain what you have. So, yeah. 
which I think, you know, um, I'll probably try and round it now, but I mm. believe it's open for you to say some other things. But it, it, given what you've said, and it, it is, it's, uh, it's it's fascinating, any advice you would give to those people that we are, that we know and we talk to are, um, you know, um, considering on, on embarking and walking away from the corporate world in, in this so-called great resignation? Yeah, look, for me, I'd I'd just tread carefully. I'd, you know, the grass is always greener. Everyone talks about that. I think there are other ways to find, you know, happiness and sense of purpose and meaning. That doesn't have to just come from your job. Um, you know, lo- leaving a, a perfectly well-paid job when you're supporting a family is a big, big step, and you need balls to do that and to back yourself but you need a family and and a, and a group of people that that can support you in that process so if you've got that but i think also if you've got the the passion for it like i think people with passion for anything make things happen you know they're not bothered about the nine to five they're not living in the nine to five they're living in the thing that drives them and excites them you know my work i don't have a working week anymore like it, it days just roll into one another and you know I, I i'll be in work on i'll be in the bakery on a monday and a sunday and a saturday tuesday whatever but i get to the fun bits now so and that was important for me it's like if that passion becomes a grind then you're losing it then you know keep, keep things fresh but yeah if if you found your thing life short get on with it <laughs> that's, on that note, that's the perfect way to round it off James look um, I really appreciate you speaking to us 